Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. All right. Hey, you. It's Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Thank you guys so much for joining me daily. This has been great. You have been helping me make it through uh, the pandemic. And shout out to you. So today I want you to stick with me because yesterday we did a skills training on word medicine and how to stop speaking life. I mean, death, excuse me, how to stop speaking death over your life. Today, we're going to be following it up with word casting. Yes. Now it's time to start forming things and words and intentions that are going to change the direction of your life, no matter what is happening outside. So stick with me on the flip. It is going to be good. Thanks. All right, let's go on and get started. So yesterday we talked about how words have an effect on what we do when we speak them, when we hear them, when we think them. And we looked at some of the things that we do and don't do that cause us to be benefactors, whether good or bad, of what we've spoken and what we've enacted in our lives. Now, today, before I get started on uh, word casting, I want to just talk a little bit about how, uh, depending on your environment, how it can boost or diminish your uh, creative ability to word cast. There um, have been a lot of people who have been doing a lot of great things. And, and, and at the time of this recording, we're still in the midst of a pandemic in the United States. Um, and I live in a state, well, actually, they want to open and we haven't even hit our peak yet. And I understand a lot of different situations for why they would want to open because we, we've been... Um, so staying in place for long enough for it to start having an economic impact. Uh, it's about to get real dire for a lot of people uh, when it comes to housing, food, and uh, health. And so I definitely get it. But with all of this, and not just in my state, but with all of this that's going on, it's creating a real sense of uh, detriment to the mental health and the physical health of a lot of people because there is a sense of desperation. Uh, There is um, a guy who's doing a lot of great work on uh, Twitter and some of the social media. He was able to raise some funds and he's been doing hashtag rent relief and he's been giving away money each day 
And if you use that hashtag and send him a way to send you the payment, whether it be Cash App, PayPal, or Zelle, I think. And look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm not affiliated or anything, and I'm giving y'all all this information on my podcast, but I, I love what he's trying to do. Uh, but the thing is, it's really hard, very hard to look at a lot of the uh, t- uh, the Twitter request. And my heart goes out for those people, but my heart actually goes out for him as well, because he's got to sift through all of that. And a lot of people are doing a lot of word casting on there and they don't understand what they're doing. And I can tell they don't understand because they keep doing it and they keep expecting a different circumstance. So. Let me give you, uh, for instance, and then we're going to get into some of the hopefully practical things of what you can do with your word casting. Okay. So some examples that I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of if-then statements. And then we talked about that yesterday as one of the ways that you could um, start actually, I guess, word casting. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. But an if-then statement has if something that you either suppose or need to happen or something that happens, uh, then some kind of reaction or some kind of causation, I mean, excuse me, reaction uh, will happen. Now, that's the sanitized way of saying it. But when you are coupling this with a certain amount of emotion and energy and tension and impact, it morphs into a very powerful spell. And so there are a lot of people saying, if I don't get this money or some help immediately or soon, then I'm going to. And they'll normally say something that's really detrimental. Now, I believe some of these people are casting to hopefully change up the trajectory that they see their lives going in. I know that it's being driven by a lot of frustration and desperation. And they're hoping that if somebody sees how dire I am, how bad this is, then it'll change. It'll it'll sway them. But what they don't understand is that, first of all, this is possibly one man. I don't know his setup, but I know that for as many people as I see him being able to post the screenshot that he sent the money, for every one, there's kind of like maybe 10 more, I don't know, 10, 100, whatever you want to call it, some some number of people who didn't. And they keep saying, I've been posting every day and why can't you see me or please see me or, um, or, or whatever. And I was like, there is some mighty powerful magic. Let's just call it what it is right now. You know, magic uh, going on. And most of the wielders don't even realize what they're doing. And this is not to come down hard on them or to accuse them of knowingly doing anything. I am not even trying to intimate that they are uh, not uh, uh, well enough uh, acquainted with what we're talking about to do better for themselves. I'm not trying. I'm just using it as an example. Okay, so just using it as an example. But what today what we find is that word casting is nothing new. It's definitely nothing uh, new in even today's world. There are a lot of people who uh, are able to engage in this and don't realize the alchemy of what they do with their words or the wizardry of what they do with their words. And it is high time that we be aware 
of the perilous times that we're in because when there is high emotion and not just high emotion from you, high emotion in the atmosphere because a lot of people are feeling the same way and there's a lot of pressure and without you know a lot of hope, you have to be careful because these words can be exponentially more powerful in their effect uh, than normal. So be aware of that. And uh, I can't say it enough. Watch what you say. Yes. And even more so, watch the stories, the narratives that you allow to ramble around in your head. Don't believe anything, not even the stuff in your head until you can examine it, evaluate it, and make sure that it has a good reason for being there. And I'm taking this advice as well. This is Wisdom 101. That's why this is part of our Wisdom Skills Training, because you need to realize how much power you have. Because whether you are meaning it or not does not mean that it is not activated. Yesterday, I gave you guys a a little formula, four parts to it. And that formula had the words that you use coupled with the emotions that you feel, coupled with the situation, circumstance, or um, context, and then coupled with the intention and the impact. Those, uh, that's the four-prong formula, as best I can tell from my observations, of how you make a powerful wordcast. And that wordcast can do good or it can do harm or somewhere in between. And we want to make sure that especially in times like now, we use our words for good and not just good for ourselves, but good for everyone. That's where that impact, intention and impact portion comes from. Because you can intend for something good to happen to you and not realize that the impact of that could be taking from a a lot more people to cause even more suffering. So even if you get a gain, it's only short-lived because it's going to eventually come back to nobody is doing well, you know. So you have to be careful about cannibalizing your good, you know, eating it up because you you didn't realize what your intention was setting up because you didn't realize that you needed to qualify the impact as best as possible. Like, like doctors say, do no harm, you know, do no harm. Um, and because of why we are finding ourselves here, uh, and I said because, we are finding ourselves here because, whew, my syntax is a mess today, y'all, uh, because a lot of people are forgetting the power, the inherent power we hold. Now, yes, it definitely feels like there is a whole bunch of hopelessness. There's a whole bunch of a lot of stuff that um, we are being faced with. You know, it's one thing to take an extended vacation where you can enjoy yourself. Everybody else is at work and doing what they do so that when you take your vacation, it's fun because you're not having to work and you're still getting to partake of all the good stuff out there. But it's another when you are told, take a vacation indefinitely. Oh, and by the way, everybody has to take a vacation. So nobody gets to enjoy anything because everybody has got to stay inside until this invisible killer has run its course, lost its steam, and been able to be combated. Okay? That is where we find ourselves. And when people's 
uh, sense of control, liberty, and freedom are taken away from them, oh, honey, boo, things start to happen. And it has uh, started to emerge that a lot of people are not doing as well as they thought they would uh, if given this scenario uh, in an antiseptic way. To the point where they are finding that because of the intense change and swiftness of the change, where at one point you're doing fair to middling, and I'm going to say that you're inking out a living, you're surviving, you're coping. But now, after five, six weeks of this, now it is in dire straits and you are feeling the hunger pains. You're feeling the fear every day of how much longer, you know, people are starting to realize like a lot of uh, self-employed and uh, small businesses. When I tell my my friends and family, we always know what day of the week it is because we always know when something is due and especially at the beginning and the end of the month. You really only get two weeks in there to take any kind of breather because the beginning of the month and the end of the month, oh my gosh, that's when stuff happens. And a lot of people who normally didn't have to take that into account are being faced with it. And so because they may not have been prepared for this part of it, it is taking a toll. And a lot of people are unknowingly, I believe, because if I if they did, they wouldn't do it, are unknowingly casting their future into darkness. And that is by the desperation, the word casting, the word choices that they're using, uh, and they're doing things that we're getting ready to talk about, commands and all of these kind of things and queries that are, are, are not set up the right way. So let's talk about words in a different vein. I have this book. It's about um, cryptography and uh, codes and the like. And it gives a brief little history on uh, how coding started. And the funniest thing to me was that the first code was written and it was words, language. And because of that, it was always meant to be a symbol. And when you have a symbol, a symbol has many uh, meanings and many layers to meanings. And words have many meanings meanings and many layers to meanings. And so with word casting, it's not simply about just speaking a word. It is about, and we talked about this yesterday, your word choice. It's about the tone and the mood that you want to set. It's about the emotions that you infuse with it. It's also about the angle, the strategy, and the tactics that you employ with your words. Many people are drawn to games that have different role, player roles, and a lot of people love playing mages and magicians, sorcerers, wizards, you know, all of those people. And I believe it is because of this very thing that they're able to cast. Now, of course, you know, they get to cast in with a wand or with their fingers or whatever. Uh, But when it comes down to it, the first alchemy 
of magic uh, that a lot of these players and people who are familiar with our general understanding of these, these realms is alchemy, meaning that you take the mundane and you turn it into the magnificent. You take a rock and you turn it into gold. You elevate something. And that's what word casting is capable of doing. But as high up as you can go, you can go down as well. So just like you can elevate something of a lower status to something of a higher, you can do the same where you take something of a higher status and degrade it and send it downward. And going back to my example of people who have real needs in desperation, hungry, don't know what's going to happen and trust and know. I am not sitting high and looking low because I definitely understand what they're going through. I definitely do. Not with the babies, but I understand what it's like to not have and to not know where anything is coming from. I, I, I'm there. I'm, I'm there with you. Uh, but what I want to say is, is that they're going into an area where there is already high emotion. There are already a lot of people flocking. So there's a lot of kinetic energy, that moving energy that can accomplish things swirling around. And unbeknownst to some of them, depending on their word choices, depending on the commands, the pleas, petitions and queries that they're they're launching out day after day, they're actually uh, word casting. And the word casting uh, is working for some of them where they're getting their outcomes. And for some of them, it is not. And I've seen things like, I have been doing everything I can. I've been supporting other people. I've been watching your lives. I've been hashtagging. And when are you going to see me? Uh, Or uh, I just talked about the if-then statement. Uh, But there was one recently that accused the gentleman doing this of being biased uh, about some things. And it just got to the point where I was like, wow. So she cast a spell that's coming back to bite. You know, that was the first thing I thought about. And it was because of her word choices, her accusations, and the vigor of the emotions launched at it. It did its work. It destroyed. And so we have to own up to the fact that we have a lot of power. And but by the grace of whatever you think has the power to have grace, uh, don't some of us blow ourselves up? And it's needful to be aware of what you're saying and that what those words are doing, not only for your life, but for the lives of those around you and for the lives of those you sent them to. Because the gentleman, the young man, he responded and he responded in a way that diffused the power onto him. But the people who were observing sent that power with viciousness back at this young lady. And I felt badly because I was like, oh, my gosh. And sure enough, she did what, 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 what you know, I think would be a, a evasive tactic. She made her, her, her Twitter private and she's going to probably just have to weather the storm. So on top of the uh, issues that she's going through, now she has got, um, a, a, it's not a Twitter war, but she's got some bad, bad juju, if you will, on Twitter now. And it was because she cast a spell that, yeah, it, it didn't work well. 
So that's just one kind of example. But what I also want to do is I want to just uh, quickly talk about some mechanics and then we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that we do in our everyday, even, you know, in the quarantine that we need to be mindful of. So with word casting, some specifics, I said them yesterday and I'll say them again today. Uh, form and audition the words that you want to use, especially when you are intending to send out something. I talked about the one word uh, affirmation that has a lot of power in it, especially when you put the emotion, the intention, the desired impact of doing no harm, of, of causing this to be for everyone involved. You know, just speaking the word success and realizing and um, the power it has, feeling its frequency and using your confidence, belief, faith, and knowing that when you speak it, it will do as you as you bid. It will do as you command. We talked about I am statements. I talked about my my slip up when I was young of always saying I'm sorry and I don't I don't do that anymore because a kind lady, mother of one of my friends, uh, helped me out of that. And that was one of the first times I started realizing how powerful words were. And how much power we held. And then if-then statements. Uh, If-then statements are really powerful because they set it up. Now, you got to be careful with them. Because with the if, the if is the part that qualifies something. And because too many things can happen, I tend to feel like if-then statements are, are wily at best. Because if you're saying, if this don't happen, then I'm not whatever. You know, that if it doesn't happen like that, then there's a problem. There is um, a um, healer. I'll, that's what I'll call it because I don't I don't know if she's a, a therapist or not. But her name is Byron Katie. Yes, Byron. Byron Katie. And she has this program called The Work. And she talked about how she had fallen into grave depression, couldn't get out of the bed. And I definitely understand uh, that part, too. And she was talking about her needing money. Because times were getting tight. Definitely need that as well. I know that as well. And she talked about this uh, revelation that she got when she started, quote unquote, doing her work. Meaning she started evaluating her life and, yes, auditioning the word choices, the words she used. And she learned that we never really need money. We need the things that money can get us, but money is just one of the many, 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 many avenues that can be used to procure those things. Um, We uh, want money. And uh, she talked about being careful about only saying that things can come to you through that one avenue. And so that was one of the things that I started reminding myself of when I wanted to wordcast, to give enough direction, but not too much. And so I had to make sure that I wasn't too ambiguous, but then I wasn't too stringent uh, about what I needed. And I'm going to tell you, the fastest way to start wordcasting is to start having some type of ritual of journaling, because that's another powerful way to cast your words. When you write with your hands, your hands, your handwriting is... um. It becomes part of the central nervous system, you know, that part of your system where it's involuntary to the point where just like driving, you don't have to think about it. It all happens in your subconscious. When you pick up a stylus and you begin to write, you're not having to focus so much on how to form the word or even how to 
form the letters or which letter to use because it has become ingrained in your system. It's almost at the level of just breathing. You know, you don't have to think about how do I breathe in? How do I exhale? You know, you just do it. And because of that, it is connected to your subconscious and your subconscious works with whatever else. And the reason why we still call this magic is because we haven't figured out all the science on it. So we do, we're going to just call it magic. So uh, it's something about when you write words and you write them with the intention, the focus, the concentration, confidence, belief, faith and knowing, they tend to happen. And I'm going to say this again, be mindful of using absolutes, be mindful of using words that say, I need and only are uh, hitch your wagon to one way of needing it. You know, for a long time, I used to think the only way that a person could make money was to work for someone else. And it took me many years to deprogram myself from that thinking. And one of the ways I did it was I wrote my way out of it. I actually wrote my journal entries uh, to believe in myself that I could do just as well as anyone else providing, you know, to be able to work. And yeah, it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes, you know, but it works. And I learned from that, that word casting is simple and it's direct, but it is that deep end of simple. I did a podcast about the deep end of simple a little while back. Check that out. You will enjoy it, I hope. Um, And what I started realizing was that whether I wanted to or not, I was always casting spells. And I had to become more efficient to not cancel out spells. And I think that's a lot of what we do. We'll have something good. We'll have a great day. We'll cast some great spells and then we'll go back and undo the work. We'll undo everything that we've just done. It's kind of like you say something great and then you use that three letter word, but, and but erases everything you just said. And so we have a lot of uh, butt casting out there. That's what I'm going to say. So let me talk really quickly about some of the uh, little specifics about this word casting. So first and foremost, I, I want you to make your choice, your, your words, be very, very um, serious about it. Audition those words and make sure that you, you're fine with them. Uh, evaluate your energy and evaluate the emotions that you generate. Choose your emotions uh, accordingly. Stay away from um, desperation, anger, fear, and sadness. Stay away from those, okay? Uh, because they can they can spoil your casting and turn it into something that you didn't mean, okay? But they're very powerful, so just be aware of that. The next thing is, is we talked about I am statements. We talked about if-then statements and rhyming. Uh, when we read things about uh, spells and the like, a lot of times they read like poetry. And it's because those words are highly rememberable. And if something is highly rememberable, it will tend to be used more. And with often use, a spell grows faster. Now, when I'm talking about word casting and spells, I'm not talking about, you know, pagan stuff. I'm not talking about witchcraft. I'm not talking about any of that. I am really just talking about stuff that any and all of us are already using, whether you want to call it that or not. Some people call theirs prayer. 
And that's going to be, that's going to bring us into some of the types of word castings that we do. So petitions, petitions are prayers. That's when you're asking for the great collective or a deity or that unknown, which works, but you don't know how it works to help you out. Anything out there that's willing and able to be benevolent on your behalf, that's going to be a prayer. A prayer is a petition. It's a petition where you're asking for something to be done. There are going to be commands there and commands are just like they sound. You're going to state something. A lot of people that I was talking about uh, with this uh, hashtag rent relief on Twitter, they were given a lot of commands, but they were nullifying the end of the command because they were writing the commands in such a way that the energy doesn't know where to go. It doesn't know how to fulfill itself because, yeah, you made a statement, uh, even a declarative one at that, but you didn't give it any kind of direction and you didn't give it any bandwidth to happen and fulfill what you really want unless it came from one way. There are so many people saying that if I didn't get this rent relief, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, there are, and I saw this, there were a lot of people reaching out and being like, you know, check your DM or whatever. Or some people were actually going in and saying, you know, um, I sent you something, hope it helps. And, you know, and the like, and I, I was very grateful for that to see that because I noticed that a lot of the people who were doing that, when you went back and read what the folks were writing, they were word casting for a blessing. They were word casting with these elements fulfilled, meaning that they didn't uh, make it too ambiguous, but they didn't make it too strict. They were just like, hey, I'm going to see what happens. And if it happens, great. I am going to be here for it. But if it doesn't, I'm going to continue on. I'm going to you know, continue doing what I needed to. And a lot of people were like, I like that spirit. I like that energy. And they were, they were interacting with that. So with your word casting, um, understand that if you're using commands, petitions, or queries, queries are questions. Queries are, will this happen? Uh, how is this going to work out? Give me a sign. All of those kinds of things. When you're working with those, do not nullify those by not believing what you're, what you're casting. I am so guilty of this over the years. I would be in desperation, getting fooled and tricked uh, in my mind uh, to think I'm doing something. And I would really want to know the answer for something, but then I wouldn't have the confidence to just let it be and let it percolate. And I would question my faith in, in what I was what I was attempting to do. And so I would do things like I would make a commandment. And like I said yesterday, I talked about how I'll say something, I would say something, and then I would go back and ask, does that make sense? I mean, just nullified everything I just did. And likewise, uh, making a petition, you know, will you grant me this? If it's okay with you, if, if you're okay. No, will you grant me with it? Let these people or let this entity, whatever it is, have their say. Stop trying to manipulate all the avenues and the angles, okay? You know, that's why we do have angels. Um, queries, queries, the questions. Stop, you know, now this is a big one with word casting. And if I can't say anything else that you remember, just remember this one. If you're making a, a, um, a query, you're, you're trying to get more information. One of the things that I have found that works for me, and I've heard it works for a lot of people, is to not use the word why. 
Why is this happening? That's too vast and it involves too many different people's histories and the like. Instead, if you want to find out something, make it about something you have some kind of input on, which would be you. So instead of asking why, I now start with what? Namely, what do I have to do or who do I need to become to have what it is I'm asking for? And those have caused my word casting to be uh, stronger and to have more probability of happening. What do I need to do or who do I need to become? Not why, what and who, okay? And those are going to be very strong. And then understanding that you don't need to continue casting, casting, casting. Give your cast enough time to work. So, y'all, my time is up. I got to go. This is Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom, and I'm going to have to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.